Now back to Sports 56 Mornings on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Acura of Memphis. Power is everything. Here once again, Greg Gaston and Eli Savoy. Welcome back, everybody. 9.03 the time. Final hour for us today here on Sports 56 Mornings. Greg Gaston. Eli Savoy, Zach Boyd with you from the Family Leisure Studios. Family Leisure, it's where family and fun come together. Their overstock sale continues at 2120 Witten Road. That is just north of I-40. It is uh, another cold day here in the Mid-South as uh, temperatures have been hovering around the freezing mark all morning long. In fact, the uh, the freeze warning that uh, was in effect yesterday morning will wrap up at about uh, 9.30 today. Uh, for some reason, I'm not having uh, success with my internet here, but I think it's still in the low 30s right now. We're only looking at about a high of 50 degrees, but at least the sun is shining. Low percentage of uh, rain chance at about 10%. And then tonight, again, another cold evening before tomorrow. The temps uh, will hover near 60, so it'll start to get warmer. Temperature looks to be nice. The day looks to be uh, nice, at least the forecast for Saturday for Tigers footballs. They'll take on the USF Bulls, South Florida Bulls. 72 degrees is the forecast for the Saturday afternoon game. That'll start at 2. Of course, tomorrow we will give you all the lowdown on the big matchup as Ryan Silverfield will join us and we'll have the Tiger football report. By the way, on the whole Jim Harbaugh thing, the, and the comparing it to Antonio Pierce is not smart. But um, That wasn't me. I was just the, reading what I... The reason that is out there is because of what happened with Jim Trestle and Terrell Pryor. And the, the NFL upheld suspensions that they were handed out by college. So a lot of it is timing. If Jim Harbaugh is suspended by the NCAA and then leaves, I think the the NFL, there is a track record of them upholding that suspension. If he has not been suspended by the NCAA and leaves, the NFL is not going to punish him for something that happened. But if there is a suspension looming, there is a track record of the NFL upholding those suspensions, which they did with Trestle and Pryor. I think it's stupid. I think it's stupid no matter what. Well, you can say it's stupid, but there's a track record of the NFL doing it. That's it, why the, if he is handed a suspension and then leaves, the NFL could uphold that suspension. It, they could. It doesn't mean they will just because there's a track record with Jim Tressel. If, if, so, but to say, Antonio Pierce doesn't have a looming and didn't have a looming NCAA suspension. That's why it's, it's right. a he, different situation. He completely. quit because he quit. He got out of Dodge. In Phoenix or Tempe, he got out of Dodge before it all came crashing down on Herm Edwards. And, of course, you know, Herm's fallback was, eh, he's back on ESPN. Um, and I love Herm Edwards, but it just did not work out. And uh, they were trying to bend the rules at Arizona State. I don't think what happens in college has anything to do with the, For example, Bruce Pearl had a show cause for a while there. We've had basketball coaches that have had show cause. If an NBA team wanted to hire Bruce Pearl, the NBA, I don't believe, would have said, yeah, well, we're going to take into consideration that show cause he has in college. No, they would have hired him, and he would have been coaching a team right away. I don't think it's going to be an issue for Jim But, but again, a show cause is not – a college team can hire a coach under a show cause. It doesn't matter. I mean, it, all it is. is my point is, my point is, if there is something lingering from the college days of a coach, I don't think a professional sports team or a professional sports league is going to have an issue with it. Now, but the it, NFL has shown that it does. Already. Well, they did on one incident. 
with, with Terrell Pryor and that whole damn thing. And Jim thing. Trestle. And Trestle, yeah, with the whole, was that the uh, the tattoos and all that? Mm-hmm. Is that what we're talking about here? So I don't know. I, I think Harbaugh's pretty powerful, and he'll be back in the NFL, and he may be back in the NFL as soon as tomorrow. Zach, what's going on with DeMichael? Uh, still trying to get a hold of him. All right, keep trying on that. We'll talk a little more Grizzlies. We did in hour number two tonight. They'll take on the Utah Jazz as the Grizz are one of only two winless teams in the NBA. They do get Luke Kennard back. He is available. He's out of concussion protocol. They don't, however, have Santi Aldama. Continues to be out with the ankle sprain. Derek Rose also on the injury list with a left knee with left knee soreness. So D Rose after just four games uh, missing a game because of the old left knee soreness. Again, Derrick Rose at his age and as hard as he's played over those years, you can understand that one. There are other injuries around the league. You go, really? Is that guy hurt already? Second game of the year, he's already out? Or he's resting because of soreness? Um, they manipulate. They, they do a good job of manipulating the rules, but it is what it is. We talked about Phoenix, their loss last night to the Spurs. They still have not yet played in the early portion of the season a game with the big three. The big acquisition of Bradley Beal in the offseason to bring him in to combine with Kevin Durant and with Devin Booker. And Beal has not played yet. And Booker's only played one game. KD's played all the games. The other two have not. I I, I stand by my offseason prediction that it will not work out in Phoenix with those three. Because of injuries, or that's just what, that's what I said then, and I stay by it now. But they're not; they won't be together enough. Well, that team to be good. When you when you think about, look, here's the here's the deal. It's you can't help injuries, right? Now you can bring in players that have a better track record of staying healthier than others, but that doesn't guarantee anything. But that is part of the game. It's part of the sport. It's under. Standable that you're going to lose players from time to time. The Grizzlies have been rolling through it, right? People are waiting for the Grizzlies to maybe have some good luck because they have had a lot of bad luck with the injuries. But it's how you adjust, right? How you put together that roster to make up for key injuries. How you overcome big names that go down, big-time players. New Orleans was hoping for a lot better with Zion Williamson. Maybe this year will be their year if he can stay healthy. There's always the question in Los Angeles with the Clippers, with Kawhi and Paul George, and now they have James Harden who will join the team with Russell Westbrook. They feel they could win it all this year, and they have a chance if they can stay healthy. Phoenix, if they can stay healthy. The Grizzlies, though, you looked at that young Grizzlies team and you go, ah, it shouldn't be a problem, injuries. But you never know. Brandon Clark, young guy who was hurt. Steven Adams, a little bit older but not old, obviously hurt out for the year. Ja had nothing to do with injuries, but you've dealt with Santi early in the season. You've done what you dealt with Kennard, which was a, a freak hit to the face and the head, and obviously in the concussion protocol. It's just how you're able to, especially with the lingering injuries, the longtime injuries that affect you for the entire season, like a Steven Adams, like a Brandon Clark, who, who will be out for the most part. Uh, the entire season, how you compensate for those losses. What can you do as far as moves are concerned to be able to find replacements? You're never going to find the exact replacement. You're never going to find a guy that will fit exactly what Steven Adams did with this team. But you're hoping that Bismack Biombo, who more than likely will join the team in Portland, can do a good job and maybe is a guy that they'll keep after the 20 games 
that he plays with Memphis, assuming again that that's the guy they sign, or they look to make a bigger deal. And I'm sure that's what Zach Kleiman right now in the front office is is looking at, is those possibilities, because you don't want to wave the white flag and blow a season at the beginning of the year when you know you still have the potential with all the players that you had. We knew about Adam's injury. It was late, but we knew about it before the season started, yet people still had no problem in picking the Grizzlies finishing, I think you had him, what, third or fourth? Maybe you as well, Zach, as far as in the West. I had him lower. I had him maybe in sixth, maybe a play-in team. I said they would be in the fourth, fifth, sixth ring. Okay, so you had him firmly in the playoffs. So again, now you have to find a way to compensate and this is after knowing that Adams was out. You have to find a way to compensate for the injuries that you sustained during a season. And that's whether it's moves or whether it's having those players that are deep on the bench be able to come through. Because if those guys prove that they can't help you, then those players don't need to be on the team. And I know you're under contract and all that jazz. I understand it's a bottom line business with the finances and the cap and things of that nature. But you have to make moves to be advantageous for you right now during your window to be able to make the most out of it. And that, I'm sure, is what's going on behind closed doors, trying to figure out what moves are possible. Ron texts in on the Sports 56 listener line and says, I think the Grizzlies will be 11 and 14 when Jock comes back. I, I think you'd take 11 and 14. That'd be you, fine if you if you go eleven and fourteen. That you're you're not out of it. You've, that if if Jock comes back and remains healthy for the rest of the year, uh, you could certainly make up for being eleven and fourteen. Yeah, I, I'd sign up for eleven and fourteen right now. They only have twenty one to go out of those twenty five. Their own four. That means I'll do a little captain math here. Eleven and ten. Can they go eleven and ten? Yeah, they can. Certainly. Um, it Again, getting the current guys healthy, getting Kennard back, obviously, for tonight, getting Santi back would certainly help that. Guys have to play better um, and play more consistent. But I think if you get those guys healthy, get your kind of figure out what your normal rotation is going to be with Ja out. Um, you know, with Kadar going out with that first game, you immediately now you're thrown back into okay, how's this wing thing going to work? Um, so once I think you, ca- if you can get, and then up front you're just completely short on bodies because of Santi being out, and that again that push. So you have Kadar out, and you're kind of bumping Roddy into that four more. So that kind of changed your wing rotation around even more. So if you get Santi back, he goes into that rotation at the four. You get Kennard back. He's in that rotation on the wings. That bumps everybody down a little bit and lets Taylor Jenkins kind of settle in on what a rotation could be. Getting Biombo um, will also help in that rotation and knowing kind of what they're doing in these games until Ja finally does get back. But I think once Ja gets back, I would ex- I, I expect them to start winning a lot more games. But yes, you know, what you don't want to be is seven and eighteen when Ja comes back. Exactly. Eleven and fourteen, I would take that, and you're going to be just fine. Well, a couple of things. First of all, I, I I have a feeling maybe DeMichael's at the airport or on the plane right now, maybe going to Salt Lake City. Not sure if he's on this trip or not, but again, we're going to effort to try to get him on. He normally joins us during this time slot each and every Wednesday. If you have a question, a comment you want to make on the Grizzlies, on the Grizzlies, you can hit us up on the Sports 56 listener lines. You can call in or text in at 901-360-8255. We go back to what we talked about in the first hour. You get Kennard back, which is a, a major positive step but you need even without Aldama and even without what you're missing Adams 
Clark, and obviously Ja, you need to win a couple of these games on this quick three-game road trip because you're playing teams that are not expected to even be in the play-in in the West. The West is highly competitive, and there is a lot of improvement across the board. Even the Spurs, right, with Wembenyama beat the Suns yesterday. Great come-from-behind win. Utah has talent. They have pieces, and they're capable. Portland is not a good team. They're, they should be near the bottom of the West. Now, obviously, right now, the Grizzlies are at the bottom of the West with the Rockets. But you should beat that team normally. Now, can you beat them with Nosanti and with the return of Kennard and more than likely Bismack Biombo joining the team. Then again, how quickly does he integrate into the team and and know what they're trying to run? But they got two shots with Portland, including the in-season opener on Friday, and they got the Utah Jazz tonight. To go 11-10 and 10 in their next 21, they better win two of those three. You have the schedule in front of you, correct? Mm-hmm. I mean, after that, get, I, I can't pull it up here, but... Miami, I know, is at home. You got Boston. Well, for the next, you got Miami and Utah when you return. So, for your next five are Utah and Portland. Um, you got to take advantage of that. And then you've got the the road trip to the Clippers, Lakers, and San Antonio. Oof. You got Boston coming in here. Um, then you're at Houston. You've got Phoenix, Minnesota, Utah at home. Then you're at Dallas, at Phoenix. Then we there's two games that we don't know yet. Right. That's tough. That's going to be tough to go 11 and 10 during that stretch. I'm not saying it's impossible, but that's going to be tough. But you're right. And that's the number that like popped in my head. If they went 7 and 18, you're in trouble. You're in trouble to start the season. You need to go around that mark 10, 11 wins in your first 25. It would have been nice to, you know, to be over 500. That Ship has sailed, I think. Even though it's I would like to see him get to at least ten. At ten and fifteen, I would be. I think they're fine. Yeah, and I know the Lakers were ten and fifteen last year, but then during the trade deadline, they made all kinds of moves and became a much better team. They improved. I don't know what's in store for the Grizzlies moving ahead as far as moves that can be made. Maybe Biombo becomes a really good player, not Stephen Adams. I don't think anybody is is Stephen Adams who can pass the ball as well as as he does. Even though Biombo's pretty decent, but Biombo brings you the defense. He brings you the ability to block shots. He doesn't need to score. He's not a scorer anyway, but he doesn't really need to score. And let's say he does a good job filling in, then maybe it's one of those deals where you go, all right, let's let's cut our losses with somebody, one of those wings. Make a spot, a roster spot open, and we'll sign Biombo for the rest of the year. Or if he's just marginal, that's when they're looking to make some kind of move at the center position, get a big in there that they think could really help this team, not only weather the storm, but be able to be a team that will be in that playoff scenario. And if not, certainly the play in. The worst case scenario is this team drops completely off the map from number two in the West the last two years to not even making the play-in. Another texter says, maybe trade Ja for Donovan Mitchell and include someone else. (laughs) They're not trading Ja. They're not trading Ja. (laughs) Yeah, Ja's... uh, Barring Ja... Ja, Ja's here to stay, assuming he... Unless Ja asks for a trade or Ja continues to get in trouble... 
They're not trading Ja. Here's the problem. They don't have that many trade pieces. Right? They have draft picks. And there's not much else. So it's easy to come up with. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because that person, even though they're not going to trade Ja Morant, it's like, yeah, if you're going to do anything... As far as making a big deal, it would have to include somebody of significance. It would have to include a name. They're not trading John Morant. They're not trading Jaron Jackson Jr., Desmond Bain. They're not blowing this thing up. They're trying to find a stopgap for that center position this season while Adams is out. And then maybe they get lucky and Brandon Clark is able to come back towards the end of the year and contribute. Who knows, coming off an Achilles injury. But... Who that stopgap is, whether they it's They need to be Bionda. talking to Aaron Rodgers for his magic healing powers. Yeah, they need the magic healing He'd be back power. by now if he was Aaron Rodgers. But right now, when you look at what they've done with the wings, you have to question. We have been very positive about the front office, and understandably so, in the moves that they have made. They've made a lot of good moves. They've done a good job in evaluating talent. But the last few drafts and the moves that they made, I, I don't know. I don't know if... Zaire Williams is the answer. He's got the potential. He could be. You know, Roddy's a serviceable ninth guy on a team. LaRavia, right now, you got to look at it as a miss, but there's still time. I'm not ready to pull the plug on that one. You know, they gave Conchar the extension. I, I just, I don't get that. There's a lot of pieces on this team. And then Lofton, I don't know why they gave him the contract, but they did. So you got all these guys right there that when they get into the game, it's like they did. They gave him the contract because they needed him last year for the playoffs. They yeah. wanted they had, they needed an extra body, and they didn't use him, did they? No, but they needed just in case. Like you, you didn't have Stephen Adams. They needed another big body. Did if something would have happened to Tillman or something like that, they had to have another big body for the playoffs. I mean, you may have to eat a contract or two, and and make moves to to figure out what you're going to do with the big. Because if not, then you're just Again, you're waving the white flag on the season, and I don't see them doing that. The window, I hate that window talk. Oh, the window's wide open. No, that window starts to close, man. You never know what's going to happen. Nobody expect Clark to go down with an Achilles injury. Nobody expected Ja to do what he did off the court, right? These things add up. Now this year, the whole the whole Adams debacle, you know, finding out a couple of games or a couple of days before the game started that he was done for the season and then the whole deal about the summer and going back to last year, that whole thing was was crazy. So I don't know. I mean, you don't want to have but a But their loss. window is still very wide open. Like, yeah, things happen season to season. No, see, I don't, I don't, but buy, when you've got, I, I don't buy all that, man. I don't well, what, buy all how that. How is it not? You have a young trio who's all locked up for the years to come. Like, that's that's what the window is. Yeah, but again, I, I is, is it necessarily the right combinations to win an NBA championship? Is Obviously, you have the three you want as long as Jaws on the court with Bain and with Jaron Jackson Jr., but you have to have other pieces. And we've seen this team, how how well they have played when they've had those particular pieces coming through. Right now, those auxiliary players, I just don't know what they have. Right now, watching this team play, when Jaron Jackson Jr. is on the floor without Bain and Smart, there's too much pressure on him. He's done a good job. But he has nothing with him. And that's why he'll play a game. Well, who was their last game against? It was uh, Dallas. And he was a minus 25. 
because the combinations they throw out there with them, Roddy or whoever, LaRavia, it just doesn't work. The only thing that seems to be working well, they get off to a pretty good start, is Smart looks to be like a really good move. Obviously, Bain, Bain's the guy, and Jackson. And those three together, okay, with with a healthy Santi, Kennard, those kind of pieces, but they we, can win a we, bunch of games. We have yet to see Marcus Smart play with John Morant. We haven't seen their, their this year, this team has not been together, and is it going to be together for a while? Yeah, no, they're, they're going to be fine with the backcourt. They're, they're going to be fine. I'm worried about the frontcourt. I'm worried about consistent rebounding, uh, screening for players, being able to get out there and defend. Jaron obviously is a shot blocker who hopes to improve as a rebounder. To have somebody next to him that he can count on, like Adams, made him such a better defensive player. To start the season with Tillman, and again, Tillman is a serviceable second or third big man on a roster. It's not as good. Biombo, I don't know, and they'll probably use Biombo off the bench. They probably won't even start the guy. I don't know what they plan to do with Biombo, assuming that it is Bismack getting the call after this game against Utah. Maybe that, and hopefully that helps out Jaron, because you're certainly not depending on him for his offense. And maybe he will be the answer to at least again. Well, it gives him another rim protector when Jaron's not on the court. That's the big part about it is when Jaron's not on the court right now, you don't have a rim protector at all. Yes, but it's not like it's a conga line going to the hole right now. It's teams just lining up around the perimeter and knocking down threes. I know, but there's if you have a rim protector, it helps your perimeter defense because you don't. I mean, there's a lot of things that go into that. If you don't have anybody at the rim, there's a big difference. Yeah, that's true. Uh, real quick before we take a timeout, and again, apologies that uh, weren't able to hook up with DeMichael. Again, I got to assume that he's on the road, maybe flying to uh, Salt Lake City to cover the uh, Grizzlies and the Jazz. Uh, he'll be back with us next week, next Wednesday. Uh, Sam Hardman from the Daily Memphian tweeting out uh, this information that Memphis borrowed $102 million, principal and interest, to build the Memphis Sports and Events Center at Liberty Park, which is a beautiful facility. Documents show it's in the red on the bonds and the city's general fund will probably have to bail out next year's bond payment. So that's interesting from a financial standpoint because here we are on November 1st. November 1st, we talked to Jeff Crane yesterday from the University of Memphis, and he says there's still a few more weeks leadway, but we are getting closer to that deadline where the construction of the refurbishment of Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium will be put into a delay if those funds are not allocated for the start of that construction. Again, we thought October would be the deadline, end of October. Here we are on November 1st, but Jeff said there'll probably be a couple of weeks leadway as far as uh, that's concerned. And then once you get into the middle of November, panic, I would imagine, will set in because you want this thing to be on this timeline to have that done uh, and ready to go for the start of what would be the 25 season. We need to take a timeout. When we come back, five favorite things, your five favorite Michael Jackson songs of all time, solo or with the Jackson 5 or the Jacksons. Get your lists in. You can send them in via the Sports 56 listener lines by texting in at 901-360-8255. You can also send it to us via Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, or sportsmemphis.com. That's the website. This is Sports 56 Mornings with Greg and Eli on Real Sports Talk, Sports 56, and 98.5 FM. 
Be sure to follow us at Sports56WHBQ on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube to watch live video of our shows, stay up to date with station events, and have chances to win prizes. Don't miss out on anything that's going on. Follow us at Sports56WHBQ. Now back to Sports 56 Mornings on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Acura of Memphis. Witness the power. Here once again, Greg Gaston and Eli Savoy. Acura Memphis, Ridgeway 385. That's where you find them. That's where you go find those beautiful Acura automobiles. From new vehicles to certified pre-owned Acuras, other pre-owned vehicles as well. It's certified uh, uh, at Acura Memphis. Of course, online, AcuraMemphis.com. You can see the entire inventory of all those vehicles. Get all the information on all the different models of Acura. Plus, that inventory of pre-owned vehicles. Get a lot of information on the website. But nothing beats the in-person experience you get every single time when you go see the folks at Acura of Memphis. Before we get to five favorite things, did you see the story? Um, Pablo Torre from ESPN did the interview with Marcus Jordan and Larsa Pippen. Marcus Jordan, one of Michael Jordan's sons, Larsa Pippen, the former wife of Scottie Pippen. Marcus wants his dad, Michael, to be his best man. It's a total uncomfortable situation. Good luck with that one. Uh, with his uh, strained relationship uh, with uh, his father, obviously Michael and and Scotty, with the strained relationship, not Marcus and Michael, but my gosh, that is a wild and wacky story. Does, does that make Scotty Pippen Jr. the 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 ring bearer? Or something? <laughs> Time now for five favorite things. This is Gordon speaking, and I just love a number that's the same as my finger. See, I've got five fingers on this hand, and that's five. Five. Now let's stomp five times. One, two, three, four, five. I'm in high five. I got five on it. Five. Five favorite things. This week's topic, five favorite things, your five favorite Michael Jackson songs of all time. Get your lists in, 901-360-8255. Text in on the Sports 56 listener lines. You can also hit us up by sending your lists to Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, or sportsmemphis.com. Let's let get the uh, the young buckaroo to lead us off with the uh, Michael Jackson songs. Then we'll go uh, myself, Eli, and then we'll get to our listeners. By the way, coming up with this list was very hard because I can make a case for every single Michael Jackson song. <laughs> Could be a number one. Could be number one on anybody's list. Oh gosh, and you know what? I was a little disappointed with uh, with JP and some of the people who have uh, hit me up on on my um, uh, Twitter that they're not including like his early stuff. I'm like, wait a minute, that's some of my favorite stuff. Yeah. Is the early stuff. So anyway, what's your list? All right, so we're gonna go with the honorable mention, and that's Jam from Michael Jackson. Okay. So that's off his Dangerous album, if, if anybody needs to know. That's Jam. Honorable mention. Number five. I think there's going to be a shock for a lot of people, but Billie Jean is number five on my list. Okay. Number four. Scream with Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson. All right. Number three. Smooth Criminal. Number Smooth two. Smooth Criminal, okay. Number two. Thriller. 
Mm-hmm. And then number one is remember the time. You go a little slower on that one, right? Yeah. Okay, a little sentimental. Remember the time. Good list. Again, it's hard to have a bad list with Michael Jackson songs. All right, so I am next. No honorable mention. I mean, again, you could have a billion of them for Michael Jackson. Number five, don't stop till you get enough. Number four, Billy Jean. Number three, off the wall. Number two, now I'm going old school for two and one. Got to be there. Number two. Number one, from the Jackson 5, Mama's Pearl. Mama's Pearl, my favorite Michael Jackson song. All right, Eli? I do have an honorable mention. Um, that goes to Beat It, and somewhat to, similar to what Jerry Palm said, the only reason I give honorable mention to Beat It is because I believe it led to Al Yankovic's finest work. Uh, Eat It. I believe Eat It is Al's finest work. <laughs> would be number one on my Al Yankovic list. So, therefore, I give Michael credit for inspiring Al Yankovic's best efforts. Um, Amish Paradise, probably number two. I was just going to say, what about Amish Paradise? But Eat It is just awesome. Uh, Number five, want to be starting something. Number four, don't stop till you get enough. Number three, the way you make me feel. Number two, Billie Jean. And number one, Man in the Mirror. Ooh, look at you with Man in the Mirror. All right, good list. Again, you going more... Of his solo stuff, as opposed to his uh, time as a kid with the Jackson Five and the Jacksons later in life, Jacksons. I don't. Fun. Man, off they the, were off fun. the top of my head. Couldn't name a single song from his days of the Jackson Five, or didn't even know there was a thing called the Jacksons. Are you serious? ABC. ABC. Easy, easy as one, two, three. You don't know the one? I know it, but I couldn't name it off the top of my head. I wouldn't know. Ah, I wouldn't know. just tell you. You say name a Jackson Five song. I got nothing for you. Wow. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Let's get to our listeners. Uh, let's see. Carolyn on Twitter. Number five, uh, Ben. Yeah. Number four, Rockin' Robin. Ben, by the way, was about a rat. He did Rockin' Robin? Yes. Rockin' Robin. Tweet, tweet, tweet. It was just a redo? It was, I think it was a redo. It was when, it was the Jackson 5. It was a really good song. Yeah. Uh, number three, Love Never Felt So Good. Don't know that one. one. I don't know that one. Number two, Enjoy Yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. And number one, maybe tomorrow. Enjoy yourself was Jackson's, wasn't it? Yes, that's what she says here. Yeah, honorable mention. I just can't stop loving you. Okay. Uh, Connor O'Gara chimes in. Number five, don't stop till you get enough. Number four, rock with you. Number three, Thriller. Number two, Pyt. Number one, Billy Jean. I will say that I. That, to me, Thriller, I get the video and all that. Thriller's not a good song. I don't, I don't think it's a great song by any means. It's not on really? my list. It's not on my list. I don't list. think Thriller's a great song. It's a good song. It's the video's a good cool. Song. The video's cool and all video's that stuff. Great. But I, I don't think the I don't I just don't I, the song doesn't do anything for me. Uh Cullen has PYT, Man in the Mirror, Dirty Diana, mm-hmm. Scream, and Don't Stop Till You Get Enough. Uh, Lee Aldwin Seabury, our buddy, uh, Smooth Criminal. Now he includes, he includes We Are the World. He co-wrote that. So, yeah, why not? Beat It, Bad, and The Way You Make Me Feel. I believe he co-wrote it. I think it was like three or four writers. Yeah. Uh, Justin, We Are the World, Man in the Mirror, 
Don't Stop Till You Get Enough, Thriller, and Beat It. I also don't think Beat It's a very good song. Oh, I, I just think included it is. because of how I think it weird is. Out. I think it's a good song. Even though it didn't make my list, I still think it's a really good song. Jeb, Billie Jean, Beat It, Working Day and Night, mm-hmm. Don't Stop Till You Get Enough, uh, Dancing Machine. Dancing Machine. Great song. Yes, yes. And he actually has six. I don't know. One of these must be an honorable mention. He has mm. Blood on the Dance Floor. I don't know that one, but Dancing Machine is a really good one. I think I may have had that 45. Uh, texture here, the Sport 56 listener line. Number five, she's out of my life. Okay. Number four, I just can't stop loving you. Number three, Dirty Diana. Number two, the girl is mine. Another and good number one. one, human nature. Our buddy John Neal, Courage Through Cancer, and a great event, John. I know I couldn't be there last Friday. Honored our good friend Jarvis, and uh, good job as always with Courage Through Cancer. He has Off the Wall. Off the Wall didn't make, yeah, it didn't make my list. It was number three. I was like, I love that song. Rock With You, Don't Stop Till You Get Enough, Human Nature, Want to Be Starting Something. Uh, This one from Biff, maybe Biff Pogey, not sure. Don't Stop Till You Get Enough, Rock With You, Thriller, Beat It, Black or White. Boy, I went down a Biff Pogey wormhole yesterday after the show. <laughs> Biff Pogey is an Why interesting cat. I, I, I had to go back and find out. It is. It, his, the, the story is very interesting. I, I told it, you. It is, it is a really weird deal, um, his whole situation. And he did not – I think yesterday he started the school. He started the football program at the St. Francis School that he was at before he went back to Michigan after he was at Michigan. He went to Michigan the first time as an off-the-field guy when his son was there. Second time he went back to Michigan, he was as associate head coach. But yeah, he that is a that is an interesting dude. There's no doubt about that. Uh, let's see here. Number five. Uh, hold on. Let's see here. It's not the right list. Yeah, here it is. Okay, this is Raider Corey. Um... Number five, Off the Wall. Number four, Working Day and Night. Good song. Number three, Man in the Mirror. Number two, Beat It. Number one, Thriller. Mark, number five, Smooth Criminal. Number four, Black or White. Amazing video, he says. It is. They they morph into each other, yeah, right? It's a great great video. Yeah. And that's all I actually that I don't I, that song I'm I like it. That's a better song than Thriller. Both great videos. Really? That's a better song than Thriller to me. Number three, Thriller. Number two, Don't Stop Till You Get Enough. And number one, Man in the Mirror. I got a fun fact here. What do you got? So Thriller, funny enough, Eli, since it's not one of your favorite songs, did you know that Michael Jackson had Rick James to kind of uh, to kick off the beginning stages of Thriller? I did not. Know. I didn't know that. Yeah. So after Michael didn't win uh, the Grammy, uh, he didn't win Grammy of the Year. Uh, Rick James told him he needed to switch it up. And so that what kick-started Thriller. Wow, how about and that? he's been winning ever since. And then yesterday you played during our, uh, you were playing uh, Halloween Halloween songs on the show. You played that one song uh, where Michael Jackson did the backing vocals. Right. 
Uh, who was that for that again? Was Rockwell. Rockwell. And what? What's the connection with Jackson and Rockwell? Is there a connection? There has I to think be, it right? Was I think he's like he was a family friend or something? Something like Rockwell? that, right? Yeah. To get nice to have Michael Jackson do oh, your background <laughs> vocals. I told I told a friend of mine. I was like, yeah, like if I'm gonna have Michael Jackson on one of my songs, best believe I'm gonna get my money's worth for <laughs> <laughs> him. Like that is not happening. Uh, Dwayne, uh, number five, beat it. Number four, rock with you. Number three, man in the mirror. Number two, remember the time. And number one, you are not alone. Uh, Tennessee Tom, honorable mention to state of shock. Number five, don't stop till you get enough. Number four, one out. See, these, these Tennessee people, you just can't ever, they can't, they're just not good students. Tennessee Tom has honorable mention state of shock. Number five, don't stop till you get enough. Number four, state of shock. Tom, come on. Maybe he's in the state of shock that he had it as I don't want to mention he forgot. <laughs> uh, number three, beat it. Number two, want to be starting starting something. And number one, Dirty Diana. Uh, let's see here. Number five, Rock With You. Number four, Man in the Mirror. Number three, ABC. Number two, Billy Jean. Number one, I Want You Back. That's a good one from the Jackson 5. Honorable mention to Human Nature. Rock and Robin and Smooth Criminal. So three honorable mentions. Zach, give me Mama's make, Pearl make, to make, go to the break. Make some Mama's less honorable. Pearl. Uh, let's see here. Number five, Dirty Diana. Number four, Heaven Can Wait. Number three, Liberian Girl. Not familiar with that one. Number two, Butterflies. Number one, Remember the Time. Uh... Somebody texts us, says, Rockwell is the son of Barry Gordy. Oh, the, the, the Motown producer. So, yeah, Barry Gordy's got some pretty good power and probably <laughs> just asked MJ, and Michael said, yeah, sure, why not? Gave his son a, a one-hit wonder. He hasn't had a hit since. Yeah, whatever happened to Rockwell? Got in the painting, <laughs> didn't he? <laughs> or it's a designer. Norman Rockwell. Yeah. Yeah, he's a painter. Yeah, really, absolutely. really successful in that career. I mean, didn't have a that was not a one hit wonder. Um, Tennessee Thompson's number four should have been "Shake Your Body." Yeah, well, you, you, shake your body down to the ground. Let's dance. Tennessee, let's shout. Can't trust these Tennessee people. You know they don't, they don't they don't take instruction well. Here, here's here's a fun fact that I actually owned more albums from Jermaine Jackson than Michael Jackson. How about that? That is random. Jermaine Jackson was my favorite of the Jacksons. Well, that's dumb. No. <laughs> that is random. No. It is random, isn't it? No, no. Real dumb, not random. No, real it, dumb. It's random and it's dumb to you, but to me, I, I love Jermaine Jackson. I love Michael Jackson. I had his albums too, but I had more Jermaine Jackson albums than I did Michael Jackson. Like, I would albums. understand Tito. Like, Tito, <laughs> Tito didn't do bass, anything. You know? He just played the bass. Or the electric to Tito, whatever he played. I think it was the bass. Tito much better in the vodka business, in my opinion. He was. Yeah, he became better in the vodka business. No question about it. Any he, more lists? He did well there. I'll, I'll give him that. But other than that, uh, there's no... You can't have another favorite Jackson. I even give you Janet. I'll give you Janet. I like Janet. I love Janet, too. And Latoya. I don't mind Latoya. See, now you're... I don't know. Rebe. She did... Um, what was the... Uh, um, Texter says the one hit by Rockwell is so cool, he didn't need another hit. <laughs> take that! Oh, he was cool now. So take that. He was cool he, now. The, the hit, his it, it was so cool. Oh, the hit was cool. I was it's so Rockwell cool. He didn't need cool. another one. Like, okay. So take that. 
What was Reby Jackson's song? She had like I think she was a one hitter, one hit wonder. Uh, had something to do with like a snake or something. Um, ah, oh gosh, I gotta look it up here, folks. If you haven't experienced Genesis Diamonds yet, well, the moment has arrived because next weekend, not this coming weekend, but the following weekend, November tenth through the twelfth, they are going to be marking prices down throughout the store. They already have the lowest prices in town. They guarantee that, as a matter of fact, they have the lowest prices. They have the amazing selection great staff to serve you and next weekend they're going to be giving you even more savings 20 30 even 35 percent off so i'm going to talk about engagement rings other rings earrings bands bracelets whatever it is world-class designers are going to be there and all the prices are going to be marked down this is an event you are not going to want to miss at Genesis Diamonds, located in the Poplar Common Shopping Center. That's Poplar and Perkins Extended. Mark it down on your calendar next weekend, November 10th through the 12th. If you're thinking about jewelry for anybody this holiday season, thinking about getting engaged, this is your opportunity to save even more money off the already lowest prices at Genesis Diamonds. Again, Poplar Common Shopping Center, Poplar and Perkins Extended, Genesis Diamonds. Centipede. Yes, centipede, not not snake or anything, but it was kind of close, somewhat. You know, centipede, and it was uh, it's Rebby Jackson, and guess who wrote that song? Michael Jackson wrote centipede. That was her big hit, one hit wonder. Here's Mama's Pearl to the break. We'll talk to you in just a moment. We are Real Sports Talk, Sports 56 WHBQ, available on your radio dial at 560 AM and 98.5 FM, as well as around the world online at sports56whbq.com. Take us with you everywhere by downloading the Sports 56 app, and at home, just say, Alexa, play Sports 56. Wherever you are, stay tuned in to Real Sports Talk. Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Now back to Sports 56 mornings on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Acura of Memphis. Okay, you know, this card looks great wrapped around you, you know. Here once again, Greg Gaston and Eli Savoy. The is a temple. They may be doing the Texas two-step tonight in Arlington. And the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex says the Rangers can wrap up their first-ever World Series title if they beat the Diamondbacks tonight in Arizona. And the Rangers have been such a great road team in the postseason. They got Nathan Avaldi, their stud on the hill. He's 4-0 in the postseason with a 3-5-2 ERA. Zach Gallen, the number one pitcher for the Diamondbacks, is 2-2 with a 5-2-7 ERA in the postseason. These were the guys that matched up in Game 1. They weren't around for that decision, which was a 6-5 game in 11 innings won by Texas on the Adolis Garcia home run. But again, tonight, Evaldi trying to put it away for Texas. They would win the series four games to one. If Arizona can win, they would force Game 6 in Arlington. And then uh, if they can win that one, obviously there would be a seventh game. Seems highly unlikely, Eli. It seems like it is uh, the Texas Rangers World Series to win. It uh, seems that way. 
uh, Dwayne texted us, next time, how about top people named Jackson that can't sing? Number five, Reggie. Number four, Jesse. Number three, Marlon. Number two, LaToya. Number one, Tito. <laughs> you Wait, throw so Randy in there. Except you, can throw, you can throw Randy Jackson in there. Which Reggie Jackson? We're talking the baseball player or the basketball player? Either one. I don't know. They, I don't. Maybe they could sing. Who knows? Maybe Reggie's a good singer. I don't know. Maybe he is. I've never heard Reggie sing. I've or, never heard either one of the Reggies sing. Nor have I. So, and I'm, there's a lot of Reg, there's a lot of Reggie Jacksons in the world. I remember when I went to the University of Maryland, 1980. I'm a freshman, and the big recruit that Maryland got that year was Reggie Jackson out of Philadelphia. I want it was either Roman Catholic or. West Philly, I forget if 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 uh, Brett is listening, he probably knows. Uh, and then he ended up being a dud. He ended up being a. There's dud also the former NFL player, Drizel. former NFL player Michael Jackson. Yes, there there's is. a lot of Michael Jacksons. A lot of Michael too. Jacksons, absolutely. So uh, you could put Michael, that Michael, in. again, maybe he could sing. I don't know. There's I have no idea Frank if he could Jackson. sing or not. Huh? There's a Frank Jackson. Frank Jackson. Oh, there's a lot of Jacksons. There's Justin but there, Jackson. But let's be honest. Come on. God rest his soul. There was only one Michael, I don't know his middle name, Jackson. Come on. Thankfully. There may be others in name, but there was only one Michael Jackson. Thankfully. What do you mean, thankfully? Well, he did some things. He did some wacky stuff. I know he did. I know he did. But we don't you know need what? more of those in the world. But he left, he left his music uh, legacy to us, and it was a great legacy. Come on, let's be honest. Tonight, uh, Grizzlies in action out in Utah. If you want to watch the action, of course, there's college football going on, the World Series as well. All the action will be on at East Coast Wings and Grill with all the TVs to watch the games. Anytime there's anything going on, they've got it on for you at East Coast Wings and Grill. While you're watching, you can enjoy great food like 60 Flavors of Wings or one of their great burgers or flatbreads or any of the other sandwiches or salads from the lunch menu, dinner menu, whatever. You can find great food while watching the games and enjoying great drinks at East Coast Wings and Grill. 24 draft beers on tap. Any other drink that you need, they've got you taken care of as well at East Coast Wings and Grill. Well, today being Wednesday, that means kids 12 and under eat for just $1.99. That's from 3.30 until close. 3.30 to 6.30 is happy hour. That's Monday through Friday. Two for one beer specials plus bucket specials and other drink and food specials that you can enjoy. Don't forget about the rewards program. If you're a rewards member, yesterday you would have got a free $5 to spend on Halloween. Just for Halloween, they give you just a free $5 to spend. The rewards program, not only do you earn rewards on every dollar you spend, but they give you other rewards throughout the year just for the heck of it with that rewards card at East Coast Wings and Grill, located just off Highway 64, right between Lowe's and Walmart on Kate Hyde Boulevard, East Coast Wings and Grill. Our thanks to David Johnson, Jerry Palm, DeMichael Cole. We'll reschedule for next Wednesday. Tomorrow we're back starting bright and early at 7 a.m. We'll talk some World Series with Kerry Miller, plus Tigers head football coach Ryan Silverfield joins us while the Tiger football report and the AutoZone Liberty Bowl inside college football hour. Dave Willotion is coming up next with Wolo and Friends on Sports 56, so stay tuned for that. For Eli and Zach, I'm Greg. Have a great day, everybody. Yeah.